الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كلما ألقي فيها فوج سألهم خزنتها ألم يأتكم نذير قالوا بلى قد جاءنا نذير فكذبنا وقلنا ما نزل الله من شيء سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم As you go through life, you'll inevitably experience regret. And regret is interesting. It's the it's, a, it's an emotion, it's maybe a state of cognition in which a person who after either making a mistake or missing an opportunity they experience. And so inevitably everyone through the course of their life they'll make mistakes or they'll miss opportunities and they'll place blame on themselves for that. And when a person puts that blame on themselves they then experience this state or this emotion which is regret. And it's interesting because of all of the negative emotions a person can experience you know, you can take any negative emotion, grief, sadness, disgust. Regret is that one negative emotion that uh, has um, the most value or most benefit to it. Of all the negative emotions a human being will experience, regret is that one emotion that a person can ex- will experience, and it's, you could say, as close to positive as, 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 as negative could be. Uh, and it's because it has tremendous positive value. Uh, and the main... Uh, the the main um, benefit being that it motivates a person toward a corrective action. You regret something, so you blame yourself for something that you made a mistake for or that you missed an opportunity for. And as a result of that, it's that one emotion that can drive you toward correcting that uh, particular... Uh, is the one that will motivate you toward corrective action. And in this world we have that choice. We can be motivated toward correcting it. Toward correcting, it is what, toward correcting whatever it is that we have regret for. So, for instance, let's say that you have a big uh, exam, a placement exam. You're, taking your, you're studying for your GMAT exam, and you don't put any effort or emphasis into it, and you just completely blow that exam off. And you blow it. And you do very poorly on it. Now, afterward, you may have regret it. You may look back and say, what was I thinking? You know, you may look back and say, I had the opportunity to prevail, and I didn't. And as a result, I'm going to suffer some ramifications because of it. Maybe I'm not going to land a job for a few years. Maybe I'm not going to get into graduate school for a few years. But you have that opportunity to correct it. And so you use that regret, that emotion of regret, you translate that into something positive because you, know, you, you tell yourself, I'm never making this mistake again. If I have an exam that I need to study for, that I need to put effort in, you have the opportunity at that point to put in some corrective action. Or you could say that, you know what, because I did so poorly before, right, because I'm regretting this, uh, because I'm regretting it now, I'm going to put even more effort toward getting into graduate school. So now I'm going to do some extra research. Now I'm going to do some extra volunteering. Now I'm going to do some, uh, get, some, get some extra experience because I have to compensate for the mistake of not putting time into my GMAT. So you use this emotion of regret to motivate yourself towards some sort of correction. Uh, you, it may be that uh, you have two parents 
and you've kind of you didn't you didn't uh, pay much attention to your parents over the course of your life. You didn't serve them, etc. And now one parent passes away. So now you regret all the time that you, all the times that you didn't put in towards serving them, right? You blame yourself. You know, I wish I did something differently. I wish this is a missed opportunity on my part. I was given two parents, and now one's passed away, and I haven't been able to. I wasn't able to serve them properly. So then you experience, you blame yourself, right, for the missed opportunity. And then you experience regret, which is an emotion. Now you translate that regret. You have the ability, not that everybody will, you have the ability to translate that regret into something corrective. So now you have another parent. And you learn from that missed opportunity and you begin to serve that other parent. And you make that parent sort of the focus of of your life. Or let's say both your parents pass away. Right? At that point, you still have aunts, you still have uncles, you still have a way by which you can learn from that missed opportunity and you can translate that into a corrective action. And that is that you begin to serve your aunts, you begin to serve your uncles, you begin to serve other elderly people in the community because you recognize that you made, uh, that, that, that you, you use that regret for that purpose. Someone can, you can go, we can go to extremes as well. Someone who, let's say, becomes uh, an alcoholic and they... Uh, spend years in abusing abusing alcohol, right? Uh, eventually, there could come a time where they'll regret the mistakes that they made while intoxicated or just that life where they were inattentive toward everything else that mattered. Their whole life was circling around alcohol. There comes a point where they may regret it, and a lot of alcoholics will eventually regret it, and they'll place blame on, on themselves for it, and they'll experience this emotion of regret. So what will they do in turn? Well, they'll use that regret to, number one, quit. Right? That's the way. They use that as a motivation to quit. It's, a, it's that feeling of regret that they use. That's the driving force. And then some people, once they quit, then they'll use that regret to actually become a spokesman. Right? They'll be someone who represents, uh, they'll be the, the speaker at Alcoholics Anonymous, right? AA. They'll be the one who guides other people toward quitting as well. Right? They become sort of that, that representative. Uh, so what they're doing is they're, they've regretted that mistake or those years of mistakes that they've made and they've translated that into something that's corrective. And this is the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this world. Human beings will either make mistakes or they will miss opportunities. And they re- will regret those things. And regret has the power to cause that person to change. Regret has the power to inspire that person in ways that they wouldn't otherwise be inspired. Now, interestingly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an, He also describes regret. And recognizing full well that we as human beings know what regret feels like, He quotes the statements of people who will regret. And he shares those statements with us. And those statements are made in the hereafter. Those statements are made in the hereafter. On, the, on that day or in that time where regret is restricted. In this world you can regret and then you can act upon that regret. In the hereafter, human beings will regret but there's no opportunity to act upon that regret. There's no opportunity to reflect upon it, and then there's no opportunity to translate that or motivate yourself towards some corrective action. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He actually quotes what the statements of regret will be on the Day of Judgment, and it comes in the Qur'an. And in a few places. In one place, Allah ta'ala says, تَكَادُ تَمَيَّزُ مِنَ الْغَيْبِ 
كلما ألقي فيها فوج سألهم خزنتها ألم يأتيكم نذير كلما ألقي فيها فوج سألهم so as people are taken in large groups or in in in, in uh, throngs right dozens of people or groups of people are taken and they're taken and they're placed or directed toward the fire of hell ألقي فيها they're placed inside it or they're they're directed toward it سألهم خزنتها the gatekeeper of of the fire of hell, Jahannam, uh, will ask them, Alam yatikum nadir? Was there not someone who had come to you as a warner? Did not anyone come to you to warn you about what was a, what's going to happen to you right now? Was there, any, was there no one that ever came to you? And so the people will respond, Qalu bala. They'll say, Oh, there was. There was. They'll accept it. Human beings will accept it. Definitely, someone came to us and they warned us. And in our case, it's the Prophet right? The people that live after the time of the Prophet everyone, every human being, the Prophet came for us. And so it'll be asked about the people that are going toward the fire of hell, was there not anyone that came to you, a warner? Was there no one that was sent to you? And every single person, or, or at least... Uh, uh, as it's narrated in the Quran, the people will say, Definitely there was someone that came to us. It was a warner. Uh, but we rejected him. We rejected him. That whatever was revealed, there was nothing actually there. There's no reality to it. And Allah Ta'ala will say that you guys are wrong. You were way off. You were way off. You, a, a warner was sent to you. Right? And you chose to reject that warner, the statements of that warner, the warnings of that warner. You chose to reject it. You chose to deny it. And you thought that this was just all created in vain. This whole world was just created in vain without any, pure, without any purpose. That there wasn't actually going to be a day that was going to, you're going to have to meet Allah. Uh, and so Allah Ta'ala says, you are way off. This is a grave mistake you've made. This is a grave mistake you made. And then what? Now the human being experiences regret. Then the human being, meaning who knows, inshallah it's not us. But then the human being will say, This is the statement of regret that's being, that's, that's being quoted by Allah Ta'ala that's going to happen in the future. Had we not just, had we just listened had we just opened up our ears and listened to what the warner had to say, or thought or reflected or contemplated upon what was being told to us, we wouldn't be from the, the group of people that are destined for the fire of hell. Regret. Had we just listened, had we just paid attention, had we just thought about this, even intellectually, had we just uh, put some effort into this, you know, put some thought into this, we wouldn't be in this mess right now. Now look, we've had similar thoughts in this world, right? When we've made a mistake. You know, let's, just not even, let's not even talk about a sin. Let's just talk about a mistake. Let's say that someone advised us that we should take this job and we got advice from our parents, we got advice from people in the community, maybe our teachers, and we decided not to take it, right? And afterward, we look back and say, what was I thinking? I thought there was something better and there isn't something better. And now I'm sitting and now I'm waiting for years and years, right? Waiting for, for some opportunity to land. I should have just... Man, I should have just listened. I should have just used my brain. I would have come to the same conclusion. I wasn't thinking. 
But in this world, after we experience that emotion, we have the opportunity to correct it. We can go learn something be- better. We can put more effort in at that time to correct the situation. But on this day, we make these statements. Had we just listened, had we just thought about it, had we just became obedient servants of Allah when we had that chance, we wouldn't be from the inhabitants of the fire of hell. And then these people are placed in Jahannam and there's no opportunity to work on that. There's no opportunity to correct that situation. <laughs> there's no opportunity to rectify at that point. The opportunity is gone. The doors are closed. The window of opportunity is completely closed. So Allah Ta'ala specifically quotes the statements of regret in the hereafter for our benefit. In another place, Allah Ta'ala says, يَوْمَ يَنظُرُ الْمَرْءُ مَا قَدَّمَتْ يَوْمَ يَنظُرُ الْمَرْءُ مَا قَدَّمَتْ يَدَاهِ There will be a day and it will be on that day. The day of judgment. That the person will see what their hands had put forth. Meaning what all, all of uh, everything that was done for them in this world. Or whatever they did in, their, in this world. With their own hands. With their own limbs. With their own actions. The time that they spent. There'll be a day where you'll see everything that you did in this world. Everything will be displayed before you. Whatever you put forth through your own effort. Through your own hands. Through your own actions. It'll be on display. الكافر, and the person who disobeyed Allah, the person who disbelieved in Allah, that person will make a statement. And that'll be a statement of regret. What will that statement be? The person will say, Ya laytani kuntu turaba. Woe unto me. What a terrible decision. Talk about missed opportunity. Kuntu turaba. I wish that I was just dust. I wish that I could cease to exist. I wish I could just vanish. You know, when someone in this world, when they make a huge mistake, a huge mistake, they perceive to be a huge mistake in this world. Depending on the uh, degree of blame they put on themselves, they actually, at least for a period of time, contemplate suicide. Right? That's, that's regret to the extreme. You don't use it toward a corrective action, you actually use it toward you contemplate suicide. You say, I wish I, I wish I could just take away my own life. And in fact, people in this world, when they regret something uh, that dramatically, they will take away their own life because they have that opportunity to do so. And the hereafter, that opportunity is not even there. You can't take away your own life. Not that you should in this world, but in the hereafter, you don't even have that opportunity to take away your own life. Ya laytani kuntu turaba, the person will say, oh my gosh, what a, terrible decision I made or what terrible sequences of decisions that I made I wish I could just be nothing I wish I could be dirt or dust right now because I know what's coming ahead of me I see, I see it now it's very clear it's very clear these are statements that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made in the Quran and in fact this day will be this, in fact this day Yawm Al-Qiyamah Allah Ta'ala actually in the, in the Qur'an in one place actually calls it the day of regret. وَأَنذِرْهُمْ يَوْمَ الْحَسْرَةِ إِذْ قُضِيَ الْأَمْرِ This is that day of regret when all the matters have all been decided. Meaning your, 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 your book is closed. Your opportunity to correct things is completely closed. إِذْ قُضِيَ الْأَمْرِ It's done. It's a done deal. Everything's already done. وَأَنذِرْهُمْ يَوْمَ الْحَسْرَةِ Allah Ta'ala calls this the day of regret in, in the Qur'an. This is the day of regret. Everyone will regret. In fact, it won't even be just the people who disbelieved and disobeyed in Allah that will regret. It comes in hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, it's narrated in both Tabrani and, and Bayhaqi. The Prophet ﷺ said that the, only, that, that the one regret 
that the believer will have in Jannah. Right? Even the people that have succeeded in this world and will end up in Jannah, the one regret that the believer will have in Jannah is that time that the believer did not spend in the remembrance of Allah. There's no other regret in Jannah, which is a place of happiness, bliss. The one regret that the believer will have in Jannah is that time that was spent not remembering Allah. Because that's a missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity that you can't correct for. You're done. Your, your book is closed. Your opportunity is closed. And some ulama, some commentators of the hadith actually say that it isn't referring to Jannah. It's referring to the Day of Judgment when we'll stand before Allah. But think about it. We'll stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all of our time here, let's say we live in this world 60 years, every moment will be displayed before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one regret the believer will have on that day when they stand before Allah ta'ala are those periods of time Time, those periods of time where they were heedless and they forgot Allah. That's the one regret that the believer will have. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because one regret is that, man, if I had actually sacrificed my time to remember Allah Ta'ala more, if I'd actually put in an effort to remember Allah Ta'ala more, then I would get more reward on this day. But the other regret, Wallahu Alam, that comes to mind is, you know, Allah Ta'ala, at that moment, or at that time, is giving us Jannah. And at that, that's an opportunity for us to be grateful to Allah, right? We're so undeserving. Imagine, we're before Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, we're so undeserving of Allah, uh, of Jannah, where we, there's nothing that we did to earn it, we didn't actually perform Tawbah properly. I mean, there's no reason why we should be destined for Jannah. And then when all of that is displayed, and we know that we're still going to Jannah, and then we think, man, Allah Ta'ala is so merciful. He's so loving. Why did I waste my time in that world? I should have just spent my time in this world remembering Him. It's the regret of not having uh, served Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala the way He deserves to be served. It's the way, it's, it's regret for not reciprocating that love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has always shown us and will probably show us in the Day of Judgment. Right? Does it make sense? I mean, it, you know, there's two forms of regret. One is that if I just remembered Allah ta'ala more, I would have elevated myself. When, when I see my, my, my time spent before, and Allah ta'ala displays year one to year you know, 60 or year 70, and all that time is shown, and all of those periods of ghafla are displayed before me, I could think, if I had just remembered Allah ta'ala, I would have earned a higher place in Jannah. But on the other hand, you could regret and say, if I just remembered Allah Ta'ala, then I would have reciprocated that love that Allah Ta'ala is showing me today. He's guaranteeing, He's giving me Jannah when I'm so undeserving of it. What was I doing wasting my time in that world? I should have just focused on Allah Ta'ala. I should have loved Him and shown Him my love through remembering Him the way He's giving me Jannah today. So, Allah Ta'ala's created us in such a way that we can experience various cognitive states, emotions in this world. And when we regret something in this world, we have two options. One is to take that regret to extreme, right? And to harp over things and to go into extreme states of sadness and depression and, and blame ourselves unnecessarily. The other opportunity, this is also, but, but rather than do that, we also have the opportunity to use this as a reminder for ourselves. That, look, I'm feeling regret now for a mistake that I made. But you know what? I have the opportunity to correct any mistake that I've made in this world. But on the Day of Judgment, I won't have that opportunity. 
I'll experience, I'll feel the same regret. I might even make the same statements of regret that I made in this world. But on that day, I won't actually have the opportunity. So every time we make, we miss an opportunity, every time we make a mistake, every time we experience the emotion of regret in this world, we should remind ourselves, we should think, subhanAllah, there's going to come a day where I'll have the same emotion, but I won't be able to do anything about it. I'm stuck. I'll have the same emotion, but I won't be able to uh, rectify the situation. I'll have the same emotion, and there's nothing I can do at that point. The matter has been closed, the chapter has been closed. I have no opportunity at this point. This is, this is, uh, these are the lessons that the believer takes from their life. And there's many emotions that we'll experience through the course of our life. Right? We've mentioned this in the past too. The believer experiences anxiety at times. For many things, right? Anxiety for a big event. Anxiety for, uh, uh, for, uh, for, for an interview. Anxiety for, uh, or, or for some, other, some other circumstance. Anxiety for a speech that you have to give. So when that, exp- when that emotion overtakes you, right? You can either let it overtake or you can think, SubhanAllah, if this is what I'm experiencing here, what will it be like on that day? That's what the believer does. We take these emotions and then we use them as reminders for the hereafter. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to, uh, to, to uh, learn and benefit from the statements that are contained within the Qur'an. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, make uh, the day of judgment a day of happiness for us and a day of success for us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, protect us from any calamities and, 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 and protect us uh, from any difficulties in the hereafter. Wa akhra da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.